everyone. Welcome back to Podcast for Your Life. Jam here. Jason is not with us because this week we are doing the third and final installment of Brothers for Your Life. It's part three with the third brother, my brother Judah. Last time we had Caleb, who's my older brother. So Judah, why don't you introduce yourself and give us a little bit of a foundation of who you are and set up our brothers convo. Yeah, absolutely. You know, thanks for having me here on the show out in the wild. Yeah, like Jam said, my name is Judah. I am the youngest brother out of there's Caleb and then Jam and then me. I'm about two and a half years younger than Jam and about five years younger than Caleb, who you heard last time. I live with my wife in Tennessee, uh, which means that Jam and I don't get to see each other a lot mm-hmm. these days. So these kind of get togethers are great. And yeah, that's basically, basically it. And I'm the youngest, if I didn't say that. Yep. Already. Judah and I are a really good example of a brother relationship changing pretty drastically over the years. We started out with a really rough and very competitive and all that stuff growing up, and then that's changed a lot over the years. So I thought Judah could, could tell us a little bit about that and, and tell that kind of story from his perspective. Yeah, you know, it's very interesting because we were often in little scraps and fights, arguments a lot when we were younger, but um, got closer as we as we grew older, and it's interesting. I was thinking about the fact of just kind of the dynamic of that competitiveness as the youngest. There's a specific, there's kind of a special place, so to speak, because I know there's a lot of studies about when you're the middle son or the oldest son or daughter, um, what kind of dynamic that has on your life. But mm-hmm. I realized as the youngest, you and Caleb could almost make up something, anything, and call it true. And it, to me, it was true. Like So an example, and this is like with teasing, you guys could be like, oh, Judah has hot dogs for fingers and then Caleb would be responding like yeah Judah does have hot dogs for fingers and he goes yeah Judah hot dog fingers and I'd be like no no I don't I don't have but like <laughs> no matter what you get since there's two of you and one of me yeah. it was like always true and so I feel like the same kind of like dynamic is like with competitiveness it's like you were the older brother and so you set the standard and I was a younger brother and I needed to kind of I needed to fall in line fall mm-hmm. in place so it was like almost anything we did it's like you couldn't be dethroned mm-hmm. from your older brother position so to speak right all right one story that i have that models as well as i remember very specifically and it's just so funny even the fact that i remember this so well and so vividly says a lot yeah <laughs> like, yeah but i remember the first time that i was actually going to beat you at a game which for me was a big deal because the norm to me was i remember just getting familiar with losing and it like wasn't a big deal mm-hmm. to me for you because it's like oh you're the older brother so you must just be better and know better and mm-hmm. i think just kind of grew up like oh we play games and josh wins or caleb wins or whatever yeah but i remember the first time i was going to beat you at something it was a game of connect four and our cousin was there at my our grandmother's house and um we were you were about to you put in one of the tokens or whatever uh-huh. and then realized you missed a spot where i had three in a row and was about to get four so you put yours in and you looked and then I obviously was about to go for it. And you like got really mad. And so you like pushed the game down and like it all broke to pieces or something like that. Yeah. And you just like, you're like, and it, well, I stormed off or something. Like you just like couldn't have it. Like mm-hmm. I was about to win. It was like about to upset the status quo. So you're like, yeah, no, no, I just can't be a thing. Gosh, that's crazy. It's like Judah's the youngest. I'm older than him. I have to make sure he stays in his place. Like I, I have to stay like in the throne, so to speak, or whatever. So the idea like you beating me at that game was like, no, this is not how it's supposed to be. I'm the older. I'm supposed to win at things. Judah's younger. He's supposed to lose. We've had it's worked well for me so far. Like this agreement's been fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like suddenly. Well, it's interesting to hear about that. You, that one, that story, sticking with you and being significant for you is that like clearly, you had the opposite where it's like the idea of winning 
it's a really big deal to you because it just didn't happen very frequently. Yeah. And so suddenly it's like this this taste of like, whoa, I can win at stuff too. Yeah. And like clearly I was not caring about that. But it's cool to hear now looking backward how significant that was. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I remember one of the things that, that always frustrated me whenever we were growing up, and I don't really have like a great reason now, but any even hint of Judah like copying me, like something I was doing or something I was making or working on or something I really liked, like a show or some music or something like that. If I got even the slightest hint of Judah, like what I would say is copying me, I would get really frustrated. It was like I had this incredibly rigid idea of how these things should go. And like I expected Judah to be this completely different person. Like, no, you can't do anything that I do. I've already reserved these things. That these are these things are me, and Judah can't do any of these. And it was very strange. It was like a big part of our childhood for some reason. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that phase of our childhood? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I I've thought about this, and I think it just it's kind of telling to just personalities and and uh, different types of people. I think in general and the uniqueness of those people being brothers instead of just like you do a lot of personality tests, maybe you know at work or whatever to learn to work together well. And you learn about different types of personality types. But with brothers, the only ones that you stick those personalities together with and you basically put them in a slow cooker, you know, they're mm-hmm. growing up together and yeah. go through all these hard phases, like so close. So for us, it's like interesting because now the copying thing, to me, I remember just being like everything that you did was just better. So it'd be like, I tried to like kind of have my own thing going on, but it always felt like whatever thing you were doing, whatever new thing or whatever you're into, the music or the clothes or whatever, it just always seemed better. Mm-hmm. I think part of that is just being the youngest brother and looking up to your older brother. And part of it too, I think is maybe just personality. I think that you did a pretty good job of like discovering new things and like, um, I don't know, you had a good job of um, almost initiating certain things like discovering new music or mm-hmm. looking at new clothes or whatever. And to me, I kind of like, it was just easy to kind of like follow your lead and kind of be like, oh, that's really cool. But I think because we had similar interests, you know, and personalities to a certain degree, mm-hmm. like everything, that, every music that you liked, I usually like ended up liking it as well. Yeah. And so then I would hear you listening to it like, what is that? So mm-hmm. then I would like want it, but then you would be like, no, Judas is my music or whatever. Yeah. So then I had to go and sneak it off the computer. <laughs> like I would like burn a disc of it or something like that mm-hmm. because I was like, but I liked it, you know? And it wasn't to me always just doing it just because you were doing it, but probably the way I was doing it and going about it as the youngest mm-hmm. probably just seemed a whole lot like that. What would be your perspective or how would you retell that that transition from like where we were competitive and did not get along to where slowly over time we did start to get along? Like what do you remember and how would you explain that? Yeah, that's good. I think part of it is just maturity. I think mm-hmm. that we both, you know, we both grew up and both had uh, just immaturity as kids and then, I don't know, things just change whenever you get, you get older. But mm-hmm. for me, I feel like I remember it starting to make the biggest shift around the time when you started driving and learning to drive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this could be like a false memory, but to me, it seems like as you started gaining some more independence, just kind of inherently, then it kind of helped shift things a little bit. It didn't yeah. feel so much like I was just always there or I was always copying what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You kind of got some more independence, able to drive and had your own friend group. And I don't yeah. know, to me, that seemed to make a change uh, in our in our, friend, our brother relationship brothership yeah <laughs> brothership yeah i agree and i think i remember too when caleb moved away to go to college he just moved across the town really but he was out of the house suddenly and so then it's like okay effectively day to day week to week i have one brother now mm. and we actually have a lot in common so i was like oh interesting 
and then the imbalance of like sometimes Caleb and I gang, gang up on Judah um, that had kind of already died down because we were older but um, I remember for the first time kind of realizing some of that stuff like mm. which me driving and Caleb going to college were like pretty similar time Yep. but I remember realizing oh wow I have this brother and we have a lot in common and that's kind of cool and he's like someone who's always here so it's kind of like having someone who's a friend that lives in your house that you get to be with all the time it was like a totally total reframing of our brother ship <laughs> yeah <laughs> together basically totally yeah i think too like i i remember when i started kind of being able to make my own decisions and i i think the thing that helped was i transferred to a different high school so we didn't go to high school together mm -hmm. which is just a little fact but i think that too was like you know we weren't so much in each other's circles that it felt like you had to have that territorial and i started really kind of doing my own thing yeah i think you could respect and see that i was doing my own thing in high school different than what you're doing so it's like okay we can kind of meet in this common ground of yeah of these things that we do have interest in and it's not a an issue anymore mm -hmm. yeah interesting that's probably had a huge effect i remember one thing that started happening that was really fun is that judah and i could joke with each other in a way we, we all as a family joke together which is great but we would do certain jokes together that we would both find incredibly funny and kind of play off of each other. And one of them I remember would be this thing where I would be explaining something to someone and it, it wasn't always serious for the most part, but it would be like explaining some sort of point I had or like, like say something as simple as, you know, this, this restaurant's better than this restaurant or something. Um, and I'd be in the middle of that and then I'd say, t t tell him, Julia, tell him. And then, I'd just sort of hand the mic over to him, and then he'd basically do, like, oh, yeah, the restaurant is, uh, uh, you know, whenever you, you get the food they have is... Uh, and then I'd interrupt, and I'd say, oh, I'll take it from here, as if he had, like, just helped me a lot, <laughs> whatever. And so we'd do that, jokes like that, where it's like, we play along with each other, and I can count on him to respond the way I'd expect him to, which adds that comedic effect. So it's kind of like we're carrying this joke in our pocket any time that we want to use it. Yeah. And because we both know it and we both know our roles in that joke, it was like that kind of stuff that we would start doing, which it was incredibly fun. I'm not sure if it was funny to other people, but we <laughs> thought it was really <laughs> funny. For us, yeah. Yeah, so true. And it's just like some of those like really kind of absurd things where you learn to, I think that's the thing about it is when you are similar to a person or at least have similar interests and you have a lot of experience together, then you kind of, you can bet on them responding the way that you, you want to in a certain situation. So it made that whole bit like funnier is that we, like we grew in this place like oh this is this is what i do this is what he does yeah and it's like applicable to several different situations yeah 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 like any any good comedic bits like you have roles and there's like this ridiculous person and the straight man or whatever but in this situation we had the, <laughs> those roles and, and a few other ones yeah along along with that something i remember is just all of a sudden i remember starting to make jokes that actually made you laugh because then i remember that being significant to me it's like uh -huh. oh he's actually because to me you were always funny again like older brother thing or whatever just always felt like you were smarter and better so i remember when i started actually making jokes that made you laugh yeah and it was usually like in the vein of just kind of really ridiculous kind of absurd stupid stuff uh -huh. but well-timed or whatever and one of them was i don't know there's a few different examples of this but it almost mm -hmm. be like i'd be saying something that also sounds like another word or another phrase and it'd be like, wait, which one, are, what are you saying? Yeah. And I would just keep saying it. And, you, and so a good example was we were doing something, we we're trying to set something down and I was jokingly saying, gently, gently, gently. But it slowly started morphing into Jet Lee, like the, the actor and- Actor in Kung Fu martial arts or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so Josh was like, are you saying gently or gently? And I didn't explain it, I just kept <laughs> saying yeah. it. Yeah, it was like it would slowly morph into something else. And he would do that with a few other things. That's one we can remember, but we still do that and it was, 
I would just get so tickled by these things that Judah would do. And it was like he, the way I think of it is that he found these certain buttons because he had a lot of information about me, obviously, because we grew up together, that over time he found strategically these buttons that he could press in terms of humor for me that would always be funny. And so while that might not objectively be funny to a lot of people, to us it was great. <laughs> and Judah would find those things and then press them. And I got to a point where I would think like almost anything Judah was doing that was funny that was like directed toward me um, was always funny to me. Like mm-hmm. I, it, I didn't have a lot of, uh, I wasn't a hard laugh to get at a certain point, which was kind of cool. Yeah. For me, the verdict on brothers this whole time has been like, <laughs> yes, they're great. Obviously. Um, <laughs> two thumbs up, two thumbs up. But what, uh, one thing I think is cool that we actually say about Judah a lot, but I'm not sure if he's heard us say this, but Caleb and I, and then what we'll say to other people is that I feel like Judah is the best of all of us because if if Caleb and I are any bit funny or any bit smart or any bit like strategic or any bit this or that, the um, the feeling I think we all have is I hope I'm speaking for everybody is that because of that Judah gets the best pieces of all of us. So I would argue that he's both the funniest and the kindest and like maybe the smartest and all those things. Like he has sort of the benefit of all the work that we put into him. Like <laughs> we cr- we get credit, but yeah, I think that's where I'd land is that even though he probably had the worst side of things childhood wise, I think he's the best <laughs> version for better, for worse of all the work that we put in. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like both touched and, um, I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> what, what, what would you say your verdict is on brothers? Yeah, I would say verdict on brothers is, you know, it's, it's what life's all about, you know, just mm-hmm. the brothers doing the, doing what they do and, uh, making it together getting in the other side and here we are you know mm. yeah especially good because we didn't get to choose the situation that we're in so yeah okay i talked about that a little bit it's like well we, we can have a verdict about this but at the end of the day we didn't choose this <laughs> and so we're at least we're glad that we were happy about it right exactly brothers survival of the fittest brothers friends you don't choose <laughs> that's really good <laughs> brothers arguably one of the oldest pastimes <laughs> that's good that's all the time we have Judah thanks so much for being on the podcast and for wrapping up the Brothers series yeah thank you for having me as always you can suggest topics on our um, Facebook page or on our website um, or emailing us at podcastforyourlife at gmail.com alright we'll see you guys next week have a good life here's to the future